Welcome to City on the Hill Game, a tabletop RPG podcast. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to City on a Hill Gaming. We are a Dungeons & Dragons tabletop RPG podcast. And, uh, yeah, let's let's get into the dungeons and also the dragons. Probably neither of those. Because why? Why would I ever do either of those? It's too easy. <laughs> so when we last left our, uh, our fair party, you guys had just retaken the city of Oriel, which had been... Uh, taken over by the invading merfolk and you had kind of restored the city and regained a foothold in your fight against them and it's been about six weeks maybe eight weeks since that happened and you guys have kind of been freeing the outlying areas around the town and building up your defenses the merfolk have tried to retake the city twice and you've pushed them back both times and uh Kaya, Duchess Kaya, who is the ruler of the city of Oriel, has called everyone together for a meeting. So it's it's you guys, uh, it's Velia, who is the chief magi who is leading the elven troops who've come to assist you. It's the king who has been deposed by from his city by the merfolk, and it is the uh, the couple of leaders of the group of traveling clerics who have assisted you guys called the Driven. So you guys are all kind of together in that weird pirate ship thing we use for Duchess Kaya's throne room. Um, yeah. I still don't know where I found that, but it's fine. You guys are kind of all together, and the king... Uh, I have been talking with the Duchess. I believe it is time we make a pushback to retake the city of Keon and drive the merfolk out of the country, if you are willing to assist me. Absolutely. So Velia steps forward. He is the head magi. He's the leader of the... Well, the leader in this area of the Elven army that is here to assist you. Uh, so I have spoken with uh, Magi Jaren. He's the Magi in uh, the city of Keon. He and I have been able to communicate. He stayed in the city even after the Merfolk took over. He believes he has a way to sneak us into the city if we can cause enough of a distraction outside. Ooh, that is what I'm best at. Uh, we We... Myself and the elves, I think, can uh, provide enough of a distraction to get you guys uh, in through the city in something that looks less like a patchwork-covered wagon than last time, hopefully. Um, you hear a grumble from outside from the carpenter who did all that work. <laughs> I'm so glad he's back. Yep, he's still here. <laughs> he, he is forever. Um, what I'm going to recommend is there is a woman who still actively sells uh, in the market in the city and has a passage through the gate. Even with the merfolk there, she is willing to sneak you in. Her name is Hera. I believe we can get in contact with her and get her to sneak you in and hopefully that be our entry point. And one of his men comes up, uh, Sir, we have confirmed the third attack is coming. And he looks at you. That's what I was afraid of. We believe... Um, we, we believed the merfolk would make another attempt at taking back Oriel, and this time it's going to be a much larger force. I would rather get this finished before they arrive. I don't think we can actually hold out against a, a larger army. So basically, you guys have have a couple of options. At some point, you need to get in there and, and fight the merfolk right in the face. 
Like just get <laughs> right in there and fight them. Um, just get all up in their gill. All right. Mace, mace to the face. So you can either like direct brunt approach, just charge at them. You can try and sneak in. You can try and be smuggled in. You have a variety of options. How would thou like to proceed? All right, guys. Team Huddle. Uh, Those same two Murphys from the last Team Huddle show up. Elves? I hope they're oh, not yeah, Murfolk. Murfolk. That yes, would be elves. The same two elves, right. The Murfolk are sneaking yes. in. They're trying to spy. It's two Murfolk, <laughs> but they have elf masks on. Mm, something like, seems fishy. They're like the paper masks. They're just like, there's a string holding them on their faces. We're elves. Hi. Hi, we're elves. How are you? Ah, uh, yes. Hugh Man. There's a name I can trust. That's right. <laughs> I would like to roll inside. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to roll. Just, we just kind of shoo them out. Get, go. Fine. We want to be okay. friends. Okay. Uh, something about them seems just a tad off. Okay, moving on. All right. Actual team huddle this time, everybody. Right, right. Uh, I, I don't hate the smuggling idea. I think... It's probably the easiest way for us to get in without alerting people of our presence. Because I think if we try a frontal assault or if we try some other way, it'll be harder for us to get further into the city. Well, I'm definitely down with some sneaky snakes. Yeah, I'm a... Okay. I'm sneakiest fellow, but you all can go first. And... <laughs> Bravely bringing up the rear. That if we're doing like just a, somebody's road. carrying us, if somebody is getting us somewhere, um, I'm totally happy to just shell up and uh, hang out. Yeah, I think I think smuggling is probably the best way to do this, and that way, if things do go belly up, as it were, uh, we'll be able to fight our way out. Okay, that is excellent. Seriously. No pun reactions to belly up. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I touch. was only like, yeah, you're good. You're good. You're all right. You're... I'm still reeling from mental trauma of being flipped upside down. <laughs> reeling. <laughs> oh, so, oh. <laughs> there it is. See, if if Daniel misses, somebody else always has his back. It's fine. All right. So, uh, Velia uh, does kind of a a message that goes out to Jaron, and there's a brief thing. Where he's not really, you can tell he's like, he's talking, but he's not talking to anybody in the room. And then there's just kind of a back and forth. Um, he, he looks back at you. There's a small village near here. Uh, sort of a, a trading post start place um, where a lot of the farmers come. Hera buys a lot of their goods and then takes them into the city to resell them. She will pick you up there. So this is, and he Excellent. tells you it'll be a couple of days. So if anyone has any shopping to do, shop now, sneak in building later. Okay, let me just see what I happen to have on me that's smuggleable. I don't think we can sneak in any more of that dwarven moonshine. That worked <laughs> once and probably only once. Yeah, that's pro tip for people who are doing things to DMs. That trick only works once. 
<laughs> and I like, was fine with it once. Like knocking on a locked door. Only works once. Did I actually let that work once? I think I did. No, I, I tried it, but it was like a door to a very long hallway, so no one answered. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so who, who has shopping to do? I don't know if I need to. Armor, because weapons, we, potions. Because we got three potions of healing from the last... From the elves, uh, right? From the elves. More chip. So. Does chip need more food? Ooh, I should go and look for chip. Maybe chip armor. I may regret giving you that option, but that's fine. <laughs> chip armor. Yeah. Listen, there's there's that one surly craftsman. If you can't find any chip armor, I'm sure you could have him make something with extra grumble. Yeah. All the extra or, grumble. Or treat him to a nice, like, I don't know, candy or confection or something to cheer him up. I don't know. I just want to give him, like, a lollipop so he's not quite so mean. You can't scowl while you're eating a lollipop. It's impossible. You can if it's the wrong flavor. Uh, yeah, grape. That would ruin it. Grape's fine. I'm Listen, okay I was I was traumatized by Dimetap as a child. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sure. I can I can see that. That's understandable. All right. So, all right. essentially, there is no shopping to be done. That's fine. If you guys are all stored up on the Healy Healy and the Smashy buttons and the yada yada, I don't even know what I just said. That was terrible. Dad. Strap yourself in, kids. This is gonna be a weird one. <laughs> this is gonna be a ride, folks. It's gonna be a ride. All right, we will go ahead and just proceed to the sneaky, sneaky, and the uh, okay. Wait, who's seen Star Wars? Uh, a New Hope. What kind of question is that? I mean, Does that I count it, as a question? I hope it's a pretty I straightforward a pretty question. question. <laughs> I, I hope it is. Okay. So when they get boarded, when they get tractor beamed onto the Death Star, uh huh, and the stormtroopers board the Millennium Falcon, and they don't find anything, and they're all hiding in the cargo compartments in the floor. Yeah. That's yeah. the kind of thing we're going to shoot for. Okay, so the smugglers' compartments in a Corellian cruiser. Yes. Fantastic. And, which supposedly Han put in, but then they were in Solo the movie, so it doesn't quite fit. Don't think about it. Don't too think much. about it too. He had them refurbished. It's it's all there in the um, EU books. Pro tip, kids: don't overthink Star Wars. You won't be happy when you're done. Never, never. Just let it. Be we have to add Star Wars to that. Can we just end it? Don't overthink. I mean, that's also fine. All right. So Velia shows you guys on the map uh, the city trading post, farmers market, farmers market. We'll go with that. Uh, place you guys need to go to meet Hera. Uh, and it's about a day away from where you are now. So if you guys will make their way there, he knows roughly how long it'll take her to get from there to Keon. And he and his men are going to prepare kind of a, an aggressive hit-and-run assault on the city just to kind of draw all the attention and all the merfolk that are in the city out so that you guys have relatively easy passage through the city to go find the more folks leaders. All right, so you guys come to the farmer's market trading post place. And off to the side, you see kind of a caravan of large carts and wagons. Um, and you see a woman. 
Uh, a gnome. Actually, no, let's not go gnome. Let's go, let's go halfling. You see a, a halfling lady that, despite her size, has an incredibly commanding presence. Um, like, all attention is drawn to her. She's buying things. She has, you know, men loading stuff into carts. Clearly, she's in charge. And then she sees you, Liesel. And she kind of shoes everyone away. And just looks at you, and she's like, Mir. Yeah, right, yeah five of you. Yeah, you five. Mir. I think that's the person. Or maybe she just wants to sell you something. Either of those things is possible. I mean, is she wearing, like, a trench coat? No. Okay, well, then I think that's our person. We should go. Okay. <laughs> You're the one uh, Jaren told me about. Yes. Huh. Very good. The 5-0, oh, you have a... Hmm. All right, we can, we can get everybody in. It'll be fine. She, she, Jenna, she looks, at, she looks at you. Ooh, mm -hmm. tabaxi. You'll be helpful. How are Good. you at disguising and sneaking and hiding things? I will blend right into wherever you need me to go. Just point the direction. Can you blend other people into things? Like, Sometimes. say I give you a pile of, like, barrel supplies. Just, you know, offhand. She's done it at least once. At least once is enough at least times. Make me a stealth or sleight of hand. I will accept either. Are you... 11's not my best roll, considering I have a plus 9 to stealth. <laughs> that, is, that is an unfortunate roll. So you kind of... You start, you know, hiding people amongst crates and covering people with tarps. But, like, Liesel's head is sticking out pretty clearly. Just my ears. You can see Ben's shell, and it's like a distinctly different color than everything else in the cart he's in. William is actually not hidden. He's just sitting on top of stuff. <laughs> and she's like, well, that's... Um, and she just looks at you, and she's like, huh. Okay. Um, hold, hold on. And she just kind of steps away, and she motions to one of her men, and he runs off. And like 30 minutes later... The, the surly craftsman shows up. And he's like, what do you... No. No. I will not work with them again. No. And then she just holds up this purse of coins, and he's like, fine. Fine. Last time. Seriously, this is the last time. And no, suggest no suggestions from the tabaxi. And he's like, and keep the lizard thing away from me. Oh, Chip is... Harmless, most. That is not true. All right, so he he sets about to his work, and it, it takes him a good, you know, 20 or 30 minutes, which is, you know, concerning because the building of the cart only took him five, and that made sense. <laughs> but he kind of reconstructs some stuff, and he creates some, some secret areas in the carts. and Probably wondering if he can get hazard pay for this for the union rules. Almost certainly. And he actually just puts Ben in another barrel. While he's putting me in a barrel, I want to try to switch a little sculpture of uh, my de my deific aspect uh, into the gold pouch that he has that he just got given. Oh, just completely swap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought the two. Oh, was I thought the, the two was the slide of hand. Nope, okay. that's okay. my nineteen. 
Okay, uh, absolutely. Okay, uh, absolutely. <clears throat> what pouch of gold? <laughs> so you take the pouch, yeah. take most you of the gold out of it, put the statue, statue put the pouch in, back. and then put the pouch back. Right. Okay. Okay, so I... 1d20 plus 4 is a 5. So so for those folks at home, I just rolled a 1, yep. which I'm going to interpret as the barrel maker just having enough of my... Nonsense. And just, like, nailing the barrel shut that I'm in. Yeah, yours is actually just straight up nailed shut. He's over you. And I'm just, like... I, like, poke out the, like, cork hole so I can breathe. <laughs> you just hear a... <laughs> <laughs> And he's, yeah, he's, yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah. So how many gold was that? Um, 10. It, 10 is what you have left after, after you take some of it out and put the statue in. And, okay, so you guys are kind of all nestled in place in, in a couple of different carriages. There's two of you in each. Uh, and she loads up the rest of the caravan, and you guys are just kind of hanging out, nestled in place for like 30 or 45 minutes, and then you feel everything start to move. Uh, and the caravan picks up and kind of heads out, and... Uh, Liesel and William, you guys are in the same carriage as Hera. And she kind of leans back and she's like, okay, so we're going to try and pass through the gate. They usually don't ask me too many questions. It'll be fine. If anything goes wrong, you guys can fight and stuff, right? That's a thing you're capable of. Yeah, sure. I can do that. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) He knows you in there, didn't he? Yep. That that makes yep, sense. Sure did. One too many jokes. Yep. Well, that's that's not surprising. All right. So you guys ride for a while. Uh, it's probably it's like a day, and the, and you you stop a time or two and and you're let out of your hiding places. Daniel, you're still in the barrel. Now, um, somebody opens the barrel and you you can get out and kind of stretch. <sighs> And then at one point, you guys stop, um, kind of let them water and feed the horses. And you guys are all kind of out. And you're you're kind of near the city, but not that close. Everybody make me... Um, you're actually in an outlining village. Everybody make me perception. Boom, baby. All right. All the things. All, all of the perceptions for... Yeah, that was okay. That went all right. Um... Grio, you're distracted trying to get out of your <laughs> hiding space. Uh, ben, you're distracted by counting the gold. Uh, so Jenna with a 24, Liesel with an 18, and even Mr. Biggs with your 12. You see Merfolk coming, and you guys are like out of your hiding places. And they are very close by you. There's not that many of them, but they've definitely taken notice of you. So you guys have, because you have also noticed them, you guys have time to each take one action. Uh, Petricor and Liesel, you may each take one action. Oh, all right. Um, you guys go first. I'm going to... I think, can I can I get some sneak attack going on? Uh, oh. If you want to use... Oh, you can't hide. Yeah. Yeah, you'll have time to hide. Um, question, do they recognize us or do they just see that? Just like see us... They see you, like, getting out of hiding places. Getting out of hiding places. All right, I have an idea. Okay. Uh, this is going to be one of those things that only works once again, I think. All right. Bring it on. Sweet. Okay, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to cast Silent Image. 
which is uh, an illusion spell. I can create a thing that doesn't make any noise, but is an illusion and looks real. Okay. What is your I'm going of? a big cockroach. Oh, nice. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to have it skittering away, to which I will yell, man, those things get everywhere, and then run after it yelling, exterminator, stop in the name of the law, and just start running after a giant cockroach. Because that would explain why we are all in weird hiding places, because we're looking for a giant cockroach. So when you say <laughs> giant, you mean like a couple feet? I mean like... I, I thought you meant like a 10-foot cockroach or something. Like, no, 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 no. We're we're going to go with like... Three-foot cockroach? Like Boston Terrier-sized cockroach. <laughs> R-O-U-S is almost. All right, well, sh uh, sure. That's scary. Yeah. Okay. So we're so just gonna have it like running away, but generally kind of close to the merfolk. But I'm hoping it's creepy enough that it'll just gross him out while I run after the giant cockroach and just ignore the merfolk. All right, we're going to have them save against fear, I guess. Sure. Sure. Why not? Um, if we're going by my spell, then it's DC 15. Okay. Well, um, they all fail, I guess. Sure. Why not? They all fail. Yeah. Listen, this is just like some sort of creepy land lobster to them. What? Lobsters are ocean bugs. That's true. I know. Wait. The roaches of the sea. They are the, the roaches, roaches of, of the sea. sea. Delicious roaches of the sea. <laughs> Whoa, too big. Too big. <laughs> there we go. I, I know it's still too big. I don't care. It's a better visual image. Uh, hashtag lobsters not to scale. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little there we go that's, that's probably closer that seems reasonable and also still terrifying so you're talking like over here and yeah just gonna, like that general direction you're gonna chase after it i'm just gonna okay. run after it and i hope that everyone else in the party plays along because if nothing else we'll get closer to them so okay so two of before they do anything uh, uh -huh. two, two of them are going to freak out and start running actually towards you guys, which is away from the cockroach. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Uh, and the other two draw weapons and warily look at the cockroach. <laughs> All right, uh, Jenna and or Jonathan, what would you like to do? Well, now that they've moved closer to me, I'm going to go ahead and uh, inflict wounds. Okay, right. excellent. Yeah. Whoa, yeah, that inflicts some wounds. Good grief. <laughs> Let's inflict it. Uh, is that against... Sure, yeah. Wait, let me see if that actually hits their armor class. That act... Okay. Uh, yeah, roll okay, your 3d10. Is that, is that 14? Is that your... That's his, that's his uh, melee attack. To... 1d20. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, an attack. Yeah. All right, go ahead and um, what even just... Yep, yeah, all right, do it. 3d10. Whoa! Yeah, it's not uh, a small yeah. one. <laughs> that is not inflict paper cut. Oh, wow. <laughs> yep. Check it. Yeah, all right. Um, I'm just going to yell out, Look out, he's got the roach pox! <laughs> <laughs> These wounds just like open up in his body. 
<laughs> from the okay. inside out. So before he actually gets wounded, this one here, this one back there, he just leaves. He, he yeah. can't he can't just, deal with all the just, all the everything. Nope. <laughs> nope, I'm out. Fear the beard. He doesn't fear the beard. He feels fears the roach disease. <laughs> Behold the yep, look, that's ridiculous. Alright, so that's one down. And uh Hopefully they don't quarantine the city. Should. They might have to. That's dangerous. Alright, um Okay, pro tip. Also don't say this stuff out loud and give your DM ideas. Appreciate it. <laughs> Noted for the future. Not really, but you know, wouldn't hurt anything. Alright, uh you heavily, heavily wound him. He's still up, but he is terrified and not happy right now. It's been a bad, bad morning. Um, About to get worse. <laughs> probably. Jenna, what would you like to do? All right. Um, now, you said we get one action. So would hiding, because that's like part of my... If my you, yeah, if you want to do that, uh, and that way you are hidden once combat starts, that would be fine. Nah, then I'm just going to hit him with my sword. Okay, hit him with your sword. All right. That hits. Yeah. With that sword. Yeah. Oh. All right. And that's one less merfolk you have to deal with. Yeah. Everyone roll me initiative. Yes. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. The new dice thing is super cool. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Nat 20. Yay. Yeah. Oh, wait. Hang on. All right, so let's see. We got hey, one. natural twenty. Wow! And I just need lethal. Man, we're rolling hot. Yeah, we are. Yeah, you guys did pretty good. That Jonathan, seriously? Yeah. <laughs> natural, <laughs> natural twenty. He always With rolls well with initiative. I don't understand it, but he always does. I'm gonna look up silent image to see if I can move it or what. Okay, go for it. Um, so it is actually the two remaining merfolk's turn. Because they rolled real well. Wow. The giant lobster got them ready for action. They're a little freaked out. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they are going to move up towards the giant lobster. And uh, they're both actually going to try and attack the silent image. Okay. Um, physical interaction with the image reveals it to be an illusion because things pass through it. So whatever their attack is, it's just they're gonna see that it's an illusion. Okay, so the first one goes to swing at it with his axe, and passes right through it and realizes it's an illusion. And then the second we've one, we've been made. The second one realizes it's an illusion, and redirects his axe attack at Liesel. Ghost Roach. <laughs> <laughs> and he misses because he's still a little freaked out by the fact that the roach is actually not real. Um, Biggs. <laughs> Yes. Bring the beard. The beard is coming. Fear the beard. I'm just going to mace to the face. It's an oldie but a goodie. It is. It, it just, I don't know, it just works. Yes. Uh, absolutely yep, sure yes. <laughs> I used beard oil this morning and I'm feeling good. Yeah, you are. Get, it, so get in there. Sweet. All right. Uh, he takes a, a non-zero amount of damage. <laughs> Bludgeoned. And laments the fact that he can't grow facial hair. <laughs> Not all of us can be this cool. All right. And Liesel, it is your turn, sir. You just had an axe throw at you. Thrown at you, excuse me. 
Yeah, I sure did. That was rude. <laughs> Listen, guys, the only thing I've tried to do is save you from this freaky ghost roach. But if you can't respect that, then we're going to have problems. All right, so the one who threw the axe at me. Okay. We are going to just throw a firebolt at him, so... Yes. Huh. Huzzah. Yeah. All right, and it's 2d10 now, I believe. I believe you are correct, sir. Whoosh. What? <laughs> uh, it's a... Uh... Yep, there it is. All right, nope. uh, Petricor, it's your turn. Okay. Well, I'm going to take my my bonus action for hiding. Okay. And, uh, we'll we'll, we'll sneak you behind the cart right there. That's what I was about to say. There's this nice cart, and uh, from behind this beautiful cart, I am going to fire my short bow. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Uh, the one Biggs is next to or the one that just got fire bolted? Oh, the fire bolted guy. Sure. That's a verb now. <laughs> and I support it. All right. The firebolt guy takes an arrow to the knee. Yes. <laughs> what, what, what about the rest of him? Nope, just the knee. Okay. <laughs> All right. And Grill. Uh, all right. So... How far can I actually move? So you can move 30 feet. Which would put you like yeah. right here behind Liesel. Okay. Yeah. Go get him, Shock Branch. <laughs> I'm gonna move more up here instead. Okay, that works. That way I don't hit anybody. And I'll throw a spear at that guy. Throw throw your spear, sir. That oh. absolutely works for you, sir. Yeah. Okay. Um so then Mectus on damage is the button I use for that one. Click it. <laughs> yeah, that's I'll pretty good. That. That's pretty good. Uh, you, <laughs> you just you that. heft the spear and chuck it, and it just lays him out. <laughs> and no more merfolk. Well, what one more merfolk? Uh, <laughs> ben, it is so, Ujo's turn. Uh, yeah, you just killed my guy. Uh, <laughs> I just I just ruined my plans. Let's see. Uh, you can five, get the one get the by the, 20, 20, the, 30, the ghost 30, 30, 30, 40, 45, that's too far. I, yeah. Um, I'm just going to run to here. Actually, you know what? Just to make it easy later, I'm going to dash to here. Okay. <clears throat> just okay. To the other side of him. And then I will just uh, set up. Um... No, I'm just going to stand there. <laughs> Okay, so you are in place. So we have that merfolk, and then from over here on the side, you made some new friends. Oh. People friends! Yelling, people yelling giant ghost roach tends to draw attention. They came to play. They did. Uh, so the one that's next to Biggs will try and hit Biggs with his, his axe. <laughs> ask him a question. Do I get to ask you a question? <laughs> Does 17 uh, hit your armor class, Mr. Magic Beard? Nope. That's unfortunate. <laughs> he will save his question for later. <laughs> All right. Uh, and it's your turn, sir. Well, now time for your witty retort. That's right. Uh, hey, uh, 
The guy who attacked me? Yes. Uh, mace to the face. Bring it on, sir. Oh! Yo, natural oh. 20. <laughs> Roll that damage and we will double it. <laughs> bada boom, bada bing. Booking.com. All right. Right, right in the face. Bates so you... doesn't even like the thought of being asked a question. That's right. no. <laughs> you want to ask me a question? I'll ask your face. <laughs> so you hit him with the mace, and as he falls over, I still had questions. So that was Mr. Magic Beard. Oh, wait. Yeah. You mace Just... him in the face. There it is. Yep. There and we are. And Liesl. Okay. So um, as... Uh, let me double check to see if that takes an actual action or bonus action. Oh, I can use my action to cause the image to move to any spot within range. Aw. So I'm assuming the lobster stain put. Yeah, I was going to have it do something to try and scare the merfolk. You know what? Why not, since I already have it up? Um, so the spell says that I can... Make the image appear as if it's moving naturally. Now, they don't know it's an illusion because they weren't there to see that part. Sure. But I'm going to make it move unnaturally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm concerned, so, but all right. So if you've ever seen like a John Carpenter movie where he's doing like stop motion, but it's done wrong, but in a creepy way. Yeah. I can also change it, like, the image as it moves. So we're just going to have it start looking like it has too many legs and mouths. And it's just going to charge those merfolk over there. Okay, so what's your, what's your save, DC? Uh, 15. And I don't know if having some sort of creepy Cronenbergian too-many-legs cockroach charging at you warrants a bonus. But possibly. Uh, they fail their save. Sweet. Yeah, so this, this creepy too many legs cockroach is going to charge at them. Okay, um, so he's going to move, what, like here-ish? Yeah, I can go about 60 feet. All right, this one runs. Uh, I like the fact that it's absolutely silent, so it's even creepier. That is terrifying. Why does uh -huh. that make, that's not cool, man. Petrichor. <laughs> uh, give me just a second, and I will give you an actual number. I know it's not one. <laughs> Once for dip uh, numbers, dip, uh, chart stuff three. Three, yes, that's excellent. Yeah, this is where rogues start really getting good when you can just pick up like a pile of d sixes and roll them for sneak attack. Uh huh. What do you say? Like I, I had mentioned the sensation of being able to roll a handful of um, dice for fireball. It's the same for a rogue, but sneak attack. Well, and I'm more going. Often. Yeah, more often. Let's see here. Did everybody run away? I don't see anyone on the There's board. There's two more right here. Yeah. yeah, they're off to the right. Off to the right. They're staring down the giant crab fear fear lobster. <laughs> yeah, cr the the giant, you know, decapodal cockroach. We will consider them distracted for the purposes of you sneak attacking. Yes, yeah, I don't think they could look at anything else. Probably not. <laughs> I wouldn't. Strangely like a Boston Terrier. <laughs> oh, I think it's a little bigger than a Boston Terrier now. I think it grew as it went. <laughs> it's it's a great Dane. 
Great yeah, about a Great Dane sized ten legged two headed <laughs> carpet. <laughs> Seems about right. There we go. We might have to reel it in before the entire city watch shows up. But <laughs> yeah, it grew in legs as it grew in stature. There yeah, we that's the you, idea. Just, you just drive the merfolk out with this one silent image. I can't make it bigger than fifteen square feet. <laughs> <laughs> well, a fifteen foot cube, which is pretty big. That's a good size. That's a good size crab. All right. It's the city bus. So uh, I, I come on over here while they're totally not looking in my direction, and uh, unleash my short bow on. Oh, now it's not pinging. There we go on this guy right here. Okay. Release away. Fire the missiles. Fire. That is a twenty-three. Yeah. That absolutely hits. What a... Okay, so I'm gonna roll bow damage and then three d six sneak attack. So beautiful and sneak attack. Oh yes. Okay, I'm actually gonna take the three d six because it actually rolled your three d six for you. Oh okay. So, oh sweet. And that number's higher, so we'll take that number. Oh I see it. Yeah it did. Yeah it did. And like whopping sixteen. On that one. Total. Yeah, it's pretty solid. Uh, you said this one here, this gentleman at the bottom? Yes. Okay. Uh, Grio. So I threw my Mechdis on, so I don't have it. So as you're uh, thinking that, it appears in your hand. Okay, I'll take it. Um, move to there and throw it at the guy on top there. Okay. So... Oh! So you yeah. thought you thought it appeared in your hand? It was actually just one of your regular spears. Oh, okay. So I still have the. All right. Ne I have neither now. Okay. Yes, it is actually over there on the side. No, it it you it is actually the one you throw. I just thought that would be amusing because you missed. Um, <laughs> so it's actually over here next to the house. Ujo. Okay, I'm gonna run to here and just hang. Well, let's throw a dart. I think I can do that in this distance. Yeah. Uh, dart yeah. is 60 feet. So, yeah, uh, let's toss a dart at the top, uh, the one that, that one right there. Okay. okay. Um, darts away. I don't know why it's doing that. 25, that actually, that's really nice. Um, so, four doubled. Unless he, if, he's down, if he's down, he's down. If not, I'm going to throw another one. Oh, double attack. Yeah, go ahead. Oh my god. <laughs> Whoa. Another natural 20. What? So he, he takes six our dart master. He takes 20 he takes 24 damage from darts. <laughs> okay. I, did you just peg one in each eye? <laughs> yeah, is he still alive? Barely? Okay, what is that? 5 10 15 20 20. Is he 30 feet away or is he 35 feet? 30. 30 feet? Then I'm going to bonus action Water Whip, and let's see if we can do this. It's a DC save of 13, Dexterity. He makes And I want to knock it. Okay, he does. So it's just uh, half damage of, what, four? So Oh, so nine, so half, so four. That actually is enough to drop him. Okay, so it's the Merfolk's turn, and he is going to take vengeance for his fallen comrade, and he leaps at the giant lobster. Like, doesn't run up to... He just... He jumps at it and passes straight through it and lands on the ground. 
Ooh, I'm a ghost. <laughs> All right. Uh, and he's a little that's freaked out now. That's obviously me with my hands over my mouth making spooky, scary exoskeletons. Biggs, your turn. Hey, he's prone to, so does Biggs get to roll with advantage? I will accept that. That's fine. Alrighty. So I uh, tell him, pleased to meet you, sir. Uh, I believe your face has yet to meet my mace. Let's correct that. Fix that, fix, fix that wrong that must be righted. Oh! <laughs> that has been righted. It has, <laughs> it has been righted. Alright, he's still up, but he is barely up. Oh, we'll fix that. It is your turn to fix it, sir. Sure is. <laughs> Ba-boom! Yeah! All right, that's a firebolt, by the way. Sorry, I didn't announce what I was doing. Baboomin. I don't yeah. like that. All Go right. for it. In, in the immortal words of blues musician um, John Lee Hooker, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Thank you. That's stuck in my head now. <laughs> how, 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 how. All right, and that is enough damage. Seven. And he falls over. All right. Before more weird stuff happens, I'm going to dissipate this illusion and make it go away. I support that completely. And I want to recover my darts. Absolutely. So do you think it's too late to hide back in the cart or? Thanks for joining us. For more episodes, check out cityonthehillgaming.com, iTunes, or other awesome podcast outlets. To contact us, email us at cityonahillgaming at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at cityonahillgame. Thanks, and have a blessed day.